0: Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. We are recording today from Healing Interactive Massage Therapy. They specialize in lymphatic therapy and cupping massage. It is honestly, like, the most relaxing thing you'll ever do. It's great. Um, You can visit their website at healinginteractive.com for more information. But believe me when I say it's, like, legit the best thing ever. Um they've been gracious enough to let us record in their office space on their off days um so yeah give a big shout out and a thanks to them for allowing us the space to do this podcast on with the show hey i'm drew welcome to movies and mochas caffeinated phone talks this is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mochas Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with Freddie Bosiegas.
1: Yes, perfect.
0: Boom. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, Free Guy, as well as just his career in stunts. Um, so welcome. Thanks for being on.
1: Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So you getting worked out.
1: Timing, perfect timing.
0: Yeah, I'm really, I'm really lucky. It did. I'm really excited to talk about all this. Um, so you were the fight coordinator, and then on IMDb it said you were also the second unit stunt coordinator for Free Guy.
1: Uh, yeah, that is correct. <clears throat> um, Chris O'Hara brought me on. He was the he was the second unit director on the show, so I came in as a fight coordinator, and then um, we. You know, I jumped in stunt coordinating with him on second unit when he was directing, and then uh, and then as long as, as well as fight coordinating. You know, I would say I I shared the responsibilities of stunt coordinator with him too on both units.
0: Cool. Just wanted to make sure I had that right. Um, yeah, yeah, no see. So, how did you get into doing stunts? How did like why did you what made you want to do this as a career? Um.
1: I was teaching at, um, at a martial arts school and, um, back in the day. And, um, one of, one of my students at the time worked at, uh, the, at NBC at the tonight doing the tonight show with Jay Leno. And so she, her name was Annie Brink. Miss her. If she hears this, hi, Annie and family. Um, we, um, she, asked, she called me at one day and said hey they're looking they're looking for a guy to do a little fight scene on the show are you something you're interested in and at that time I had I had no idea what stunts were mm-hmm. and so I was like yeah that sounds like fun I'll do it so then I went down to NBC in Burbank and uh, I was living up there anyways and so I, I drove down and I did this little I uh, did this little comedy skit on uh, the Tonight Show and it it was super super fun. I uh, cord- coordinated or choreographed this little fight scene between me and one of the little characters and then basically how it works on the show is throughout the day they you know uh Jay Leno was going through all his you know it's kind of like a run through and and this the little skit made it and it was on and it was kind of it was a super fun and cool experience for me at the time and I was like oh this is this is this is I never knew I could do this how do I how do I do more of this I want more and that's that's kind of what what started the started the fire.
0: That's really cool. What uh, style of martial arts did you teach? Uh,
1: I did Taekwondo. I did Taekwondo. Uh, I started when I was seven and is pretty much as never, uh, you know, never stopped then I, It was my background. I did it throughout, you know, my teens and all throughout my, my adult life. I actually owned a martial arts school. Uh, we opened in 2001. And so, um, the school we had a school's martial arts fitness center it was open from two thousand one to we just closed it uh two thousand beginning in two thousand twenty, right right when the COVID pandemic started. We we're it was just kind of time and uh that kind of sealed its its fate. But yeah, that's my background. Uh Taekwondo stand up, you know, boxing and kickboxing, Muay Thai, that, that that sorts
0: That's really cool. Um, so like we said, you were were you you were first brought on as the fight coordinator for free guy and then jumped into stunt coordinating for at least the second unit. And then as well as kind of working with that for the first unit too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've known Chris O'Hara, Chris O'Hara again, he was the second director. I've known him for, for some time, for years, years and years. And we were, he called me out and to do uh, a sequence on Hobbs and Shaw. He was the, He was the stunt coordinator um on that show so i came out to went out to hawaii um spent a a few weeks out there doing the the last big fight scene and hobbs and shaw and around the time i had you know it was it worked out again same thing kind of our stars realigned and he asked me he said you know hey where are you after the show's over are you interested in you know fight coordinating for me and fight coordinating has has been um I've done a bunch of, and it's, you know, it's, it's definitely a stepping stone in the career of, of, you know, a path that a lot of stunt performers take. Uh, and, and I, you know, I had aspirations of coordinating. I just, I had just finished, um, almost a year and a half on Terminator, dark fate coordinate stunt coordinating. So it was kind of a cool little, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll accept the job and, and, uh, you know, approach it kind of how I normally approach all the jobs. And I just kind of attacked it head first And it just, it, it was more, although it was, a, I felt like it was a stunt, I mean, a fight coordinator credit. I, we, you know, we went above and beyond what a fight coordinator does on a show and was more along the lines of a stunt coordinator slash assistant to, to Chris in his, in the second unit world. So it, it was, it was a big, a big, big responsibility. So it was cool. That's
0: really cool what exactly um i know as a stunt coordinator you're kind of like in charge of all the stunts and fight coordinator you're more in charge of the fights but other than that basic understanding of just the titles what's really kind of a difference and similarities between those roles uh
1: i think you i think you just said it actually i mean um a fight you know if you uh, traditionally a fight coordinator gets called to, to work alongside the stunt coordinator and you know, second unit director, or whatnot, or director, and, and to just basically design the fights, design the fights, and core, you know, choreograph fight scenes, and train actors. You know, put together some type of a you know a curriculum for them to to learn and get better, and you know, to, to what you see on the on the scene or in the film. Uh, a stunt coordinating, you know, is is obviously just the stunts, and, and a lot of times a stunt coordinator is uh, will you know design action, execute it. You know, is in charge of you know the logistics of hiring the people and you know bringing the people in and setting up the stunts, working with riggers and whatnot. So it's, it, it, there there are two different you know um, paths in the and there are two different kind of jobs in the in the stunt business and stunt world. Uh, but my background in the last few years has just been has been a team team guy and collaboration. So it's. I don't. I'm not a big believer of keeping everybody. You know, hey, the fight guys over there. The you know the the stunt doubles are sitting over there in a the corner, and the riggers are doing their own thing. And it's. I feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, especially on Free Guy was a, a was a, a true team collaboration of yeah, everybody together working together. So that was fun. That was cool. That's a little bit different how Free Guy was was how we ran Free Guy as opposed to some other shows or other teams run their their um their groups
0: does it tend to be that everyone's a little divided like that
1: uh, uh no it varies it varies from project to project it really does it just depends you know there's sometimes on a really big show there's first unit you know there's a first unit team there's a second unit team there's you know uh, um a fight a fight team that that is you know prevising stuff and working stuff and you know working uh, you know, with, a with a, the second team. And I mean, it's, it's, it all, it all varies. It, it just depends on the size of the show and this what show it's on or, you know, is it a big, giant, huge feature or, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you work on these, there's these streaming shows that are pretty big in their own right. Right. So then what happens is you do ha- sometimes have separate teams, you know, one, one team can be working on set another team can be prepping another episode. It, it all depends.
0: Very cool. Uh, you mentioned, like, as fight coordinator, you're like also training the actors. Does it help having that experience of like teaching martial arts um, in like teaching actors, basically?
1: Oh yeah, big time. You know, we um, <clears throat> um, you start with you can't just dive into you know training an actor something that took you know someone years and years and years to learn. You can't expect them to master something overnight, you know. And so what's cool is, you know, having background in, in a school and building a curriculum, it's it's almost the same thing with training actors. You know, you start with the most basic thing like warming up and stretching to uh you know footwork, footwork drills and just basic movement first, you know, and then and then you build up you build them up. I mean that, and that's an ideal situation, you know. Sometimes you, you might not have all that time, you know, but definitely having a background in teaching kids and adults in the martial arts school and you know that translates into tre- teaching actors and teaching people you know so it's it's cool
0: yeah that's really cool um so free guy what's really cool about it is that it's you know like a video game essentially live action and did you how much uh i'm trying to figure out how to frame my question uh what was it like doing the movie when it's set up to be like a video game but it's real people doing it like, because it feels like obviously there's all this extra violence and craziness that is shown in a video game because it's all fake, like, it's digital, but you guys had to make it uh, live action. Like, how is that compared to like other shows? Like, I saw you um, worked a lot on the SEAL Team show on CBS. Like, obviously, two very different things, but what was it like doing the, you know, the video it... game kind of?
1: Yeah, you know, I guess it, 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 uh, it just depends, you know. Seal, seal team, seal team was interesting just because, you know, you take some real world, you know, stories and applications and, you know, and you try to shoot it, but yet you have to be aware it's network television. So you can't be, you know, there's a lot you can't show. Let's just say that there's a lot you can't show. And you have to be mindful of that, you know. Um, free guy, free guy was a different animal, you know, free guy, free guy was a, um, you know, you start you start a show and you go and you meet you meet the director you meet sean you meet ryan and you meet the team vfx department and meet storyboard artists and and you you start to you, you start to get a vibe and then what a, what a, what what i do what our team what my team does is we get we all get together and we you know uh we build from the ground up you know you start with you know uh, a world you, you know the world is going to exist in a video game right because you read the script you know what the story somewhat is so you just said hey you know obviously mean, there's no there's no secret out there that they channeled grand theft auto and fortnite and and stuff like that so you you, you know you create a world and you say hey, okay these are the limitations and you know and, you know whereas in a real like a seal team someone gets hit by a car you're like oh man that's a, that's that's a legit car hit you know um where in free guy when ryan gets hit by a car he can get up and be okay and, and it's it adds a different vibe you know so you start to you you know what the world is you know the the restrictions that you're working within and then and then once you do that then you can go and create characters and people and what can we do here what can we do there and there's always something if that makes any sense
0: yeah it does how much was done like motion capture because because that's what was really cool that I noticed is like it would go back and forth, you know, from video game world to real world. And when it was in the real world, you saw Free City as the video game. So mm-hmm. how much of like the Free City shooting was done in like motion capture?
1: Um, th- uh, there was a lot of that stuff that we did live action. There was a, actually more than what I think people think was a live action, you know, um, in, in the movie. And what's hard is... What what it what gets a little muddled is when you start throwing in layers and layers of VFX, you know, like, like, for example, let's just say the scene where where Ryan is walking down or a guy is walking down the street and there's a helicopter crashes in the background and there's a guy on fire and then there's a zipline moment, all that stuff was done in, in like in a real live action it was timed out we rehearsed the heck out of it we had a dude zip lining down the down the um down the alley down the street in the middle of this big courtyard in, uh, in in boston and then we had an actual guy on fire and there was a lot you know cars driving there was a lot to it all timed out by the second you know and you know, you you count, you have a timer, and you know, rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse to get the shot. And so, what happens is when you start adding all the CG fire, because obviously we didn't crash a helicopter for real into a building, but you have a CG helicopter crash, and then you add other CG elements into the background. Your some of the live action vibe gets a little lost, and so you, you end up people end up thinking that oh, all of it was was CG when it wasn't. You know, there was there was a lot of um, motion capture to you know for the video game like actual gameplay moments, you know. But the majority of the stuff that we did um, in the movie was was live action.
0: That makes it even cooler. This has become like one of my favorite movies that has come out this year. My roommates make fun of me. I've awesome. seen it at least probably like six or seven times. It's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So cool. I really like it. Yeah, I like it because I just got back from doing uh, stunt training in Atlanta. And so it came out right around the same time. And everything that I just learned is exactly in this movie, like down to running on fire. Even the fight scenes are like, everything is exactly like I learned it. And I think that makes me enjoy it more because it's like, oh, I, I know how to do this now. I understand it.
1: That's cool. That's cool. You must have went to a good school then. Good training school out here.
0: I did the um, LA stunts with Mike Long.
1: Nice. Very cool.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of like the fight scenes, obviously you were the fight coordinator. What was like one of your favorite ones to do? Because there's some pretty cool ones in this movie. Which one do you think? Could you say was your favorite?
1: Um well there's two main ones obviously right there's the there's the the we call it we call it the stash house fight it's a really cool one i really like it yeah we did we had that one and then we did the the fight on the beach and i think i think the beach fight probably is my favorite one simply for the fact is that we brainstormed every i mean the, the the very beginning of the show you know you you start going hey we know we're, we want to fight with this and we did we threw so many ideas into the into the you know the the bag of hey let's do i mean we had uh we had an entire section of guns you know where uh he pulls out we we channeled uh Goldeneye, the old you know nintendo 64 game we had a gold ak-47 he pulls out we had so many things in the in the mix and um and, and as it got closer and, and materialized and Sean and Ryan added their, you know, you know, they pulled their friend card in in, in, in favors and they got some cool, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how much I, if for, I don't want to. You can anything, talk
0: about it. We'll spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear this, don't say anything. But, you know, for example, you know, when he got the Avenger shield and the lightsaber and all that stuff you know, approved, it, you know, oh, man, it was it was super, super cool. And everybody was so excited. So that was one of the fights that we prepped the longest in terms of we started in, in L.A. and we we had a version of that fight already completed in L.A. before the movie started and then it stayed pretty much intact throughout the entire um, entire uh, prep of the movie and even into filming until we got to that scene and then it then it got a little trimmed down and like I said we lost obviously there's no AK, Golden A case so we took that out and we took out um, some of the other uh, weapons that were in the in the sequence but for the most part it stayed intact and it, and when, when 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 to see for me to see the the re- to see the reaction when I saw it in the movie theater you know to see the reaction hear the reaction of, the, of the, everybody in the audience for those moments was, was, was so awesome. It was so awesome. And it just, for me, it just was super, you know, um, I was super proud, super excited, you know, uh, it, it just brought back all the memories of, of working on the movie and, you know, to see that reaction was so gratifying. It was awesome. So, so, so fun.
0: It's definitely one of my favorite moments. The second, cause you kind of realize it with the shield before you even see the, uh design like this just like if you're i'm a big marvel fan so i know if you are one you can almost recognize it from the straps that like is this is this what i Mm. think it is and then as it turns um and the lightsabers too yeah it one of my favorite moments and i think you can even see the excitement in ryan's face as he's holding the lightsabers that he's like yeah this is yeah
1: yeah you you know what's cool is when we when um when he told us that Disney approved it all, that was that was, that that moment that Ryan has in the movie was the exact same moment he had in real life when he told us that Disney approved it all. <laughs> that makes sense. So it was really cool. It was really cool. Whose idea?
0: Whose idea was it originally? That was just like, let's try if we can get this in.
1: Cause um, because they deserve an question. award I think on
0: their
1: own. We had we had a shield in in we had a shield in the fight originally. And then we, I think we put the lightsaber in, um, in our early concept. And then we had a metal, ours was a metal, like iron, metal iron fist instead of the Hulk hand. And I think, I think um, uh, Ryan or Sean, I'm not sure whose idea it was to reach out and, and get the shield to be, instead of just a regular old shield, uh, the avengers shield or the, you know the captain america shield or the hulk hand the, but the lightsaber the lightsaber had been in there from from early 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 and i i want to say it was um it was our team that put it in the original viz and everybody loved it so it stuck with it you know i think we were going for you know every type of video game thing we could think of you know we threw that in there and this is one of the ones that i would like to think that inspired those guys to reach out to disney and and try to get the you know, yeah. approval of them for, for all the other items, but um, that yeah, that that's that whole scene was super super it was is super fun and still one of my favorite one of my
0: favorites. Oh yeah, and it's great because like it's not o- it doesn't even it doesn't only appeal to people who play video games because um, like me I'm not a gamer but especially those two moments it's like oh I everyone who ever sees this movie is gonna understand the Coolness of having the shield and the Hulk fist and the lightsaber.
1: Yeah, you know, to my knowledge, I think I'm pretty sure that uh, that that free guy was the only that that has been the only movie that Disney has allowed the use of a lightsaber in any other movie outside of Star Wars.
0: That's insane. So, That's really cool. Yeah.
1: So I'm. Yeah. So the excitement was just. Imagine having to keep that secret for, good lord, two years while the movie was in, and and, and waiting waiting to be released during all the covid covid pandemic and whatnot, you know.
0: Yeah, pushed back again and again and again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the the stash house fight is also like super cool. There's so much that goes on there. The different uh, mm-hmm. characters that pop in as guards and all the different weapons. You have Ryan coming in on the motorcycle, which is the coolest scene. Yeah. So, I did want to know. Uh, so, it's Haley Wright was um, the main female double, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. was she on wires when she was doing all the flips in that scene?
1: In the Stash House?
0: Yeah. Was like yeah. a lot of like yeah. the flips and yeah. stuff, was that all on wires?
1: Yeah, those are all those are wire gags. Yeah, we, uh, you know, for, you know, the way, you know, I'm sure you you, you know, you're training, you know, film, you it's cut up in different pieces and different chunks, you know, so like, you'll Mm -hmm. see the start of one, you know, you, you know, Jody was on, like, for example, in the stash house, when she does the front flip, right? That's Jody actually starting the, starting the move going up. And then you, you know, then you cut to Haley doing that. She's starting it. Yeah, she starts it, and then it cuts to uh, Haley in the mid, you know, in the air, you know, mm-hmm. actually doing a clean, clean front and tuck, and then, and then overlapping the the just the landing part, which is then back to Jody, um, landing yeah. on the motorcycle. But yeah, yeah those those it, are wires. For, it's for safety for and and rep, you know, rep, you know, repetition. It's it's definitely wires.
0: Yeah, I'm currently working on uh how to actually do flips. So it intrigues me now like watching um movies and seeing people do them because I'm I'm working on trying to yeah. get better at them myself. Uh
1: nice keep reading.
0: Yeah. I have my neck isn't appreciative of it right now, but we're working on it. Um also this one isn't as major but in the montage of when guy is, like, leveling up, uh, I really like mm-hmm. the parking garage fight scene. You know, the first time he does it, he gets, like, shot in the face. Oh right. oh, right. And then, right, he, right. And then yeah, he comes yeah. back and just nails it. Um, yeah. It's so, like, simplistic in the sense of, like, because think of, like, uh, another movie that just came out, Shang-Chi, where it's all just crazy martial arts, so every move is boom, 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 boom. I really like this one because... You can see like the pauses in between it, and it's very much like. But it's really cool because it has like, fist fights. It has a gun. It has multiple guns. It just has like a bunch of different elements, and I thought it was just a um, a really cool fight scene.
1: Yeah, that one. That one was. That one was super fun too. I that one. That one. They they said, hey, this is this is a fight. It's you know we're gonna call it the 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 three peat. I think we call it the three-peat fight, you know, or the repeat fight. Um, And that one, we, we, they wanted something very Jackie Chan-esque, you know? So Mm -hmm. we, we, we just did, you know, a bunch of us, you know, have all worked that type of Hong Kong style of fight training before. So we threw that fight together and we did a pass at it and they really loved it. They really loved it. And we, we had four beats to it. One in an early version, I think it was four beats. And, um, Sean gave us his notes to, you know, to, you know, adjust one part, move this part around. So when we resubmitted the second version of it, the, the Sean and Ryan and the studio, they loved it so much. They, they were like, this is it. This is what we're doing. And so that one's that one, that was another one that one stuck that that one stuck as as is, as we originally, you know, as we originally choreographed it and originally planned it. And and uh, and Ryan, Ryan actually. Ryan trained his ass off for that one because, you know, those, that's the thing. It's like, you know, those, those fights, if you notice that fight in particular, that was all him. That was all, mm-hmm. that was all Ryan. So we would work, we had training, you know, training time set aside for him and he would come in, Uh, you know, three times, about three times a week or so for a few hours, a couple hours and, and just drill the fight, drill, drill, drill the fight, drill the fight. And that's the cool thing about, you know, doing a, a movie or, or having someone like Sean at the helm where, You know we we choreograph something we block something out, we shoot something and he's like yep this is what we're doing so going into um prep and everything you know you have something that he can he can rehearse and train and practice and rehearse and train practice knowing that that's exactly what he's going to do when we shoot it and so he he put the time in he worked he worked really hard and then uh that's the that's him so inspired by jackie chan and inspired by hong kong style fighting and making him uh making him level up and it was that's a that's that's another one I, it's hard to choose which one's my favorite between all the fights and that one because they're all they're all fu- the, all the the whole movie's fun one of my favorite movies ever i have worked on honestly um with a great group of people great great crew great crack uh great cast it was it actually it actually uh, it actually feel like I've been using free guy the last couple of years after free guy is trying to trying to replicate that same you know that same energy on every show because it was so infectious you know in terms of collaborating with with the departments and the, and the director and the, just the team you know
0: mm-hmm. if
1: that if that makes any sense
0: it no it does um, does it help so like with that parking garage fight, uh, you know like Ryan's done so many different movies before. You know, especially movies like Deadpool and you know getting into all that. Did he have like a lot of prior training or knowledge before coming into this or was it still kind of like starting at ground zero with him?
1: Uh no, he he knows how to he knows how to move and he he knows he knows what he he knows he knows what he wants and he knows what he he needs to do, you know, which is cool. And so We and then the fight was designed, you know, with that in mind as well. Sort of like, hey, hey, Ron, these are the fight beats. This section. I mean, it wasn't like he was getting. The cool thing about that fight was he wasn't getting beat up, right? You know, he, you know, he, uh, he just gets, he just gets shot, (laughs) he just gets killed, right? And then he, and then he, and he comes back again. But
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah, he owns it. Yeah. So so little. There was some cool stuff that you know he, he. I said he knew what he was doing, knew what he wanted, so he trained it. He he put in the work and then just his attitude. It was kind of cool to watch him on set, you know, when it's when he goes to each piece. He's like, okay, he's he's loving you back. He did, he did a little, he did a little like finger point, like, you know, the little beats, little moments like that that just bring a, a whole a whole thing to life, you know. It was uh, was cool. But yeah, he he he's he's done all the, he's done action movies before, you know, mm-hmm. and so it was a, it was a good fight for him to, it was, that was a good scene for him.
0: It's, it's really clean. Like it's, yeah, again, it's up there as one of my favorites just for how like clean and precise it is.
1: Oh, cool. I'm Um, glad you like it.
0: Yeah. I, I, my friends have been listening to me. They won't watch certain movies with me anymore. And I think this is becoming one of them because I'll just like, like, ah, Did you see this? Look at this. This is so cool. Oh my gosh, look at this part. Like I uh, yeah, and I think this is becoming one of those where like my friends won't watch it with me because I'll just you know, oh, that's funny. be in love with all that's of it. That's funny. Um so not just the fight scenes, but you said you know you've watched the movie. What is probably one of your favorite parts of the movie as a whole?
1: Um, you know, when I first when I first watched the movie um when i first saw it i left going man this was awesome because it's it just it's a a good story about it has a good uh message you know along with all the action to support it you know and um i think i think i I think that's what makes it good for me you know and and is that it's not just a you know, it's not just a, uh, a movie that is about action or about video games or gratuitous killing or, you know, shooting or anything like that. There's there's some other underlying, you know, story to it that really comes through when you watch it, and it's a feel-good movie, and at the end of the movie, you're like, man, that was a, such a – that was an awesome movie. And, it, and but I think any movie that makes you feel that way is a good movie. You know, at the end of a movie, if you leave a, a theater or whatever and you just are like, blah, then it, it just, you're like oh it wasn't that good you know and you know but what is it that what is it that's going to bring you back if if you're going to watch a movie ten years from now it, when it comes on TV you're like oh there this movie's on I'm gonna put it on I'm going to watch it. it then the movie's a good movie right and so I feel like Free Guy's one of those movies that that is a has a great story has it's very relatable to people it has a a, a good uh, a good message you know the action's fun and cool and exciting and there always there have been there will always be video games and people can relate somehow one way or another and when it comes on later on you'll be like oh, i'm gonna watch free guy because it's on, and then you put it on and yeah. so i i think that's I, I just the fact that it you know came together and that there's a good story good meaning good good everything good action is what what made it what makes it such a good movie for me
0: that's cool um I just had a question, but it blanked. Uh Oh, no. I know. That's the worst, is I have a whole list of them, but then I also think of questions as we're talking, because of, you know, conversation, and I totally just forgot about that one. Um, so have you worked with any of the people on your stunt team, like, prior? Is it was this uh, like a- Yeah.
1: A- yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like I said, I did. J- okay, so Chris O'Hara, who is the, co- the second assistant coordinator, I've done, uh, I've known him for years, actually. Um, I've done quite a few things with them. And, um, and then the team that we assembled together, you know, w- with the majority of most people, I think with most coordinators, I, I don't know how, how many interviews you've had. But the, I think what the common thing is, is you surround yourself with people that you know, have been there, done that, you know, and that you've trust and that um that you work well together with you know and yeah. sometimes it's like so literally sometimes it's three or four people and that's it and you want to surround you want to keep working from show to show with those guys so our team on that one um we had just come off of terminator dark fate and so i brought a, um uh, uh a couple of those guys with me you know jimmy Chu um, was, was a, a fight coordinator on Terminator Dark Fate. He came, he came in on his, we call him core team, you know, like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically how it works is you, you have your, your stunt coordinator, your, your head rigger, you have your, you know, say a fight coordinator and, and then you have, um, a core team of like, say four people. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, um, that are, that are bodies. So when you need to, Rehearse. You have people when you need to test out wires. You have people when you need to go, you know, train actors. You have people. So those are your core team, and usually those guys are on the run of a show. So um, J- Jimmy Choo just got off of Terminator, and he jumped on um, Free Guy with me, and then uh, Vanessa Zamarepa, who was also on Terminator, doubling um, one of the, the lead, uh, the lead female, or the, the lead females. She jumped on the show with us. Um, a buddy of mine, um, Wayne Doglish, who I've done. Oh man, I've known him since he was a kid. He's done a handful of movies, and he 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 helped us. We, he jumped on early and prepped with us in LA. He didn't do the whole movie. He had other show. He had another show to go go do, but he he did prep. And then um, we had uh, another friend of mine, uh, Mick Kelly. He helped prep in LA, and then he stayed back. He didn't go to Boston. And then we had uh, Trevor Logan. And Trevor Logan's another performer. Super talented performer. He he Trevor Logan's actually the kid uh, doing the zip line in the in free guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's the one he was he was that. And then the, the guy that did the high fall out, he was on fire. He did the high fall high fall out the window. That was Jason Chu. Mm-hmm. And then um, when when Ryan remember in the movie where Ryan puts the guy out on fire and the guy gives him a hug mm-hmm. and he turns around and he runs away and he gets shot that's mm-hmm. jimmy, jimmy choo Choose the one that that shoots the character and the the guy on fire so we and then and then we you know all those guys all had little cameos in the movie somewhere but yeah those yeah. are those are all those are the team and we all you know we all work together all the time
0: that's really cool as much as, what was as it? much as possible yeah no that's really cool uh having like a core team of people because that's one thing i've been learning is like especially something with like stunts it's all about trust so you got to know um, you got to absolutely trust whoever you're working with so no one dies
1: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely it's very important you don't want to die yeah. don't definitely don't want to die
0: <laughs> yep um i will say i um started following like daniel stevens you know who is ryan's double that dude is like yeah. the coolest person He's done everything.
1: Yeah, Daniel's awesome. Daniel's he just, awesome. He
0: seems like a really cool. I've
1: known Daniel for a long time too. Yeah, we we've we I met Daniel years ago too. We used to we used to train together uh, back in the day. 2006, 7, 8, somewhere around there. Yeah. But yeah, Daniel's Daniel's awesome. Really good.
0: Yeah. It, Super talented. It looks like it. Yeah. Just like from like looking at his Instagram and everything. Um him and the extraction team just like won basically all the Taurus Awards.
1: Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm.
0: is really cool. Um,
1: super, super cool.
0: Yeah, and then so does Haley. Haley Wright looks like a really cool person to know.
1: Yeah, Haley's awesome. Super talented as well. You know, they all, everybody, everybody worked hard.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, Free Guy's really cool. Outside of that, what would be one of your favorite projects you've ever worked on?
1: Ooh. Okay, so I, I'd have to say Free Guy is probably number one. Yeah. And just, just yeah, just because of the experience and the everybody. And then my second one, my second most favorite, which actually Free Guy is it's pretty close, but it would have to be, I did this movie called Sucker Punch with Zack Snyder. And um, okay. Sucker, Punch, Sucker Punch we did um, in Vancouver, Canada. And we just, that was one of my all-time favorite movies just because... We were in we were in Vancouver, Canada in summertime. We had an awesome team. Um, Zach Snyder is um, a very awesome uh, personality. You know, I was working with a uh, uh, with him and stunt coordinator, uh, second director at the time I, for that was uh, Dave McCaro and that team. Uh, we were just it was just super fun. It was a seven month run. And we all we did was just work out and train. We were just a bunch of machines, and it was just. An overall, great experience. Great cast. Uh So it was that one. I would have to say Sucker Punch. So Free Guy and Sucker Punch are neck and neck with each other.
0: This looks like an interesting movie. I pulled it up on IMDb. I actually, I don't think. Oh, I've yeah. You have, if, you it. It, if
1: you haven't seen it yet, if you have not seen it, you have to watch it now.
0: Yes. Have I'll, have to, to, I'll have to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. What would be your dream project to work on?
1: Oh, see, that's a hard question.
0: Someone
1: that is a hard question. That is a hard question. Someone just asked me that the other day, and I and I, you know, it's funny because my answer to that one was, your your dream projects vary, and in every level of like your career, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, for example, you know, ten years ago or maybe actually let's just say before sucker punch i was like hey i want to go do a zack snyder movie and work on the run of a movie and that would be my dream project and then you check then check i did it right and you're like oh man so then you're like oh man i would love to be one of those guys that work and go do a movie overseas and then you'd like check oh okay so so like there's this always this like constantly evolving dream project because you don't know what you don't know right so you're like oh what what do I, what is it that you want to do? You know, so you, you you start thinking, and then but what happens when you do it? You know, like you like for example, if you if you're a new stunt person, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to do my first stunt, and then you do your first stunt, and then you're like, hell yeah, I did my first stunt, but now what? What is what what your dream keep, like your dream will keep evolving, you know, as you evolve as a as a in, in your journey through through the stunt business, you know. So for me, I <clears throat> for me, I think I have um. I think I I think I have I would have to say my next dream project would have to be directing if I was to put it out there you know to direct a project you know a big a big project you know whether it be a feature or um you know I I, I definitely love the feature feature world so I'd have to say probably directing a feature I, I want I want a second unit direct also but with that being said I feel like having you know being able to direct something that is um, my own vision would be awesome and in my next you know my next chapter of my career i feel like that's where i'm headed
0: that's really cool what genre would that be what what would you want to direct
1: good question with that too i i love i love action you know because we all come from action um, so I, I would have to say that obviously it would have to have some type of action in it but it doesn't have to be limited to just action i feel like you know um
0: I mean anything can have action anything
1: can have action i would yeah uh, true um you know the the action comedy is fun um i would say i would say anything would i'd have to i guess is story driven you know something that has that has a great, you know, great story. I want to, I just, you know, everyone wants to, everyone dreams. I just want to create something cool. I want to create something cool that has, you know, that has the action means the action is secondary, secondary to what a cool story could be. You know what I mean? So I think, I think that's, that's, if that sounds, I hope that's not a cheesy answer, but you know what I mean? They're just something yeah. cool, something cool. Something cool. That's- yeah
0: no that's a really cool answer um any advice for so like i'm like brand new i've done Mm -hmm. one project super like weekend low budget kind of thing and then i was like yeah let's go do training um so like i just got back from training like a month and a half ago Mm -hmm. any advice for like blank slate entering the stunt world
1: yeah, this is, this is good. This is, this is going to be a good sick. Se- this is going to be a good segment. I gotta, I gotta, I got you gotta, this is good. I'm glad you're recording this because I just, I just had a conversation with a bunch of guys. Uh, we had a bunch of um, stunt performers on a little sequence we just did on this film I'm doing. And I gave them this speech and I, and I would have to say, you know, for me, I, um, you know, I started doing stunts in 99, 2000, somewhere around there. And I started not knowing a single person you know, in the industry, you know, I didn't come from a generational, you know, family of stunt performers or stunt people. So I kind of knew knew nobody. I grew up in Los Angeles, which kind of helped at the time, you know, it was kind of a lucky thing It was like the hub of, you know, of the cinematic world was Hollywood and LA, you know, which is cool. But although with that being said, you know, the, the level of, of of talent that was there was huge and so it was it was hard it was hard for me it took me it took me a good time of of doing extra work to get my sag card it took it took me a year and some change to get to get my sag card uh to which is you know screen actors guild you, you need to be a union member of course um, and then i i trained i we were constantly training i was i was practicing high falls i had uh i had met i had a, i had uh, met debbie evans and um and she was a she her she she had signed up her kids at our at the school I was teaching at the time. So I we made a deal and uh, where I would teach her martial arts and she would teach me how to ride motorcycles. So I was riding motorcycles. I did I got a job at Six Flags Magic Mountain doing the um, doing the Batman and Robin live action show. So I did live action shows and then um, whenever I could I was you know we'd go drive some cars we you know like I like said go practice high falls. I was always trying to find the place where where. All the people were gathering you know to to train fights and to work out with the all the the badass people out there back back in the day was was uh this place called la valley college and uh gymnastics olympica out in la and all the uh, all the you know creme de la creme top martial arts guys that were that were my idols as i as actually coming up in martial arts you know knowing the martial arts world those guys mm-hmm. were at these places and i was like wow like inside so you would go there you know, with the in martial arts since I was a kid, and then and then just feeling so intimidated to not want to do anything because all these dudes were there, but 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 in the end, in the end, you you know you got better because you were training, you know. And so I think as a as a stunt performer, wherever you might be, whether you're in LA or Atlanta or you know New Orleans or Tennessee for that matter, I would say you you'd have to train. You, you really, really have to dive in and you have to, you have to train your craft. You have to know fights. You need to train falls. You need to train high falls. You need to get on a trampoline. You need to ride dirt bikes. You can, you know, uh, know how to ride a car, drive a car, you know, know how to do some high falls, know how to be familiar with fire, you know. Um, and then once you, once you have some type of a a base with training, then the next thing I'd say is, is just have etiquette, you know, know the etiquette, know set etiquette. And you learn that by, you know, by extra work. I, I am a true believer that it is good to do extra work for a year, you know, um, so that you can be around set, you know, and you could, you could see how a set works. You can know who, who's in charge and you know, when to talk, when not to talk, when to, where to go, you know, who, who's, who's the person that is giving the orders and the instructions. And and then you pay attention and a lot of the, um, uh veterans stuff people out there would say you know watch camera you know and you the only way to do that is by doing extra you look at how they're setting up shots you look at you know you just learn everything about the whole film business and so uh, as you as you're progressing um you, you're going to improve because you're just you're constantly training you're knowing the camera you know you're knowing you're knowing how a film set works you know and just with, with honestly being a new stunt stunt person now it's 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 more challenging i think now than ever it was before simply for the fact that back in the day there was only you know there was only a couple places where like i said la hollywood was the spot now you got shows and features all over the place with all these streaming services and the, the starvation for content and the content being created you have you have movies being made in you know atlanta you know uh, New, uh, New Mexico, New Orleans, you know, all over New York. You know, it's huge. It's 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 more global now than ever before. You got shows in the UK, you know, and Bulgaria, Budapest, you know, um, Spain. They're, the 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 French the French stunt guys are amazing right now. If you've ever seen any of those guys, there. So 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 you your the competi- your competition is not just. The people in your town it's not just the people that you're you know it's not just the guys in atlanta or the guys in la your your competition is truly global mm-hmm. if and, and so so you got to be you got to be you got to be really you got to be really well versed and you got to know that the best people in the perspective their perspective field whether it's motocross guys or race cars or gymnasts or martial arts guys they all gravitate towards stunts they're like oh i want to do stunts and so when you when you get into you know the, the the game. You know you realize the top race car drivers are doing the, the, all the card gags on the sh- on, a, on a film, you know, or or the best the best motocross guys are, are the ones riding all the bikes, you know. And and that's a coordinator is wants to surround themselves with with uh, the, the 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 most the the best in the business, the right person for each job, right? And so your 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 um, your skill set you have to be, I think, well, you know, you know, a lot, you have to be versed in a lot of different things, but you just got to train, just got to work out. You just got to keep, keep at it. Um, keep, keep doing what you're doing, you know, and surround yourself with groups of people that will, that will push you to keep training. You know, I think, I think that's my, my, I think that's, that's my biggest, biggest advice is to just know that is a big industry now. And, um, why, why would a stunt coordinator want to hire you to do, you know, to do something and think about the, the level of talent that exists, not just in a city, but in in the world. And I, th- and I do truly, you know, see myself too in, in, in running shows where I, when I start thinking of doubles for a show or it, the pool is from everywhere now, it's like, Oh, here, yeah, we can bring this guy from LA. Oh, I have this really good idea. I had, when we did Terminator, we pulled a guy from, um, from Bulgaria. You know, we had a true, um, international, you know, mindset when you go into filling spots for a film or a TV show and for doubles and whatever. So just keep training, you know, keep grinding and keep learning and, and, uh, know that it's a, it's a really, really tough business. When, when I first started, um, you know, I would go in, into some of the, you know, I would meet some of the old timers and they'd be like, Hey, good luck. You know, you're You're never going to make it. I, I've had the door shut in my face twice, you know, twice, three times, four times, multiple times, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. just know that it's a, it's a tough business. It's really hard. It's, uh, it can be, it can be disheartening sometimes, but just keep at it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. What's, uh, some advice for like, um, like, getting hired, in the sense of, because I know, like, you know, actors have auditions. Um, Mm -hmm. At this moment, I'm I'm in the process of creating my stunt reel, and it's, like, I have my resume, which has one little project on it, but I know that'll grow, but, like, what's some advice for, you know, getting not even FaceTime with coordinators, but just, like, finding out, you know, like, oh, they're gonna do this movie, they're looking for stunts, like, Oh, they're looking for someone to do this type of stunt. Like, how do you get into that world too? Is it just like again, like who you know?
1: Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, Well, I say there's a couple things. First, first, obviously, you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be sad, Gotta be union. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're in, if you, if you're in the U.S. and you're working, trying to work in stunts, you gotta be union. Um, The second thing I would think is, I would say is to get on one of the actually get on all of them if you can there's the stunt directories you know there's um stunts unlimited has a Stunts unlimited directory um if you go to their website and go to their directory they have a directory i, uh, I stunt um is another what one was that there's one? a handful uh i i stunt I, like i the letter i i stuntcom did you find okay. it if you look it up yeah i stunt um there's there's a handful of them there's a handful of them out there um, and, and they're basically like little websites where you you there's a yearly fee and you um, you submit your headshot and you put all your information your reel, your, your whatnot. And so that way coordinators when they're doing a show, they go I like we go on all these all these directories all the time. And we look for doubles or we look for, you know, for teams, you know, we look for, you know, you can you can search for different criteria, you know, male, female, short, tall, you know, blonde hair, brown hair, you know, whatever. And uh, and and what happens back in our back when I first started, you know, we we, we had the luxury of being able to go to sets, you know, um, you would you would get a, a listing of what shows were shooting. There's this thing called the L.A. Uh, daily shoot shoot sheet i believe it was called and to come out like five in the morning you know and had a list of all the shows that were permitted to shoot in 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 la at the time and so you go to the you go to our answer we had answering services like bills or missy's or Joni's that existed back then and um it was kind of kind of something similar it was like uh, like a modern day you know it's like our, our old version of the answer the stunt sites but you go to their office and you say hey these are this this is the list of shows that were shooting that day let's go take a look and so you'd stop by and, and go visit the stunt coordinator on you know charmed the tv show charmed or ncis or you know whatever show was going on that day you know and you stop by the set you bring your headshot and you'd, you'd wait there patiently to hopefully get the opportunity to meet face to face with the stunt coordinator that was the show and you'd walk up all awkward and be like, here, sir, Howard, Nice to meet you. Just want to introduce myself, hand him your headshot, and, and then leave. You know, so it was, it was after a certain time, we called it again hustling. After a certain time, you would, you know, hopefully they would be like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. We'll give him a shot. And we have some, and then little by little, that's how you started. Now it's tough. Now, to be completely honest, I have no idea how you would know if a show is going, you know, how do I, I? I don't know how you would find out if there's a show in Atlanta or if there's a show in Albuquerque or, um, a show in California for that matter. so it's it's really hard so that's why I say I think you look on these answering service, these uh these stunt listing sites, you know, and um register with them and so that way when coordinators start looking, they I, we, I know we we use multiple we look we look through all of across so if I see somebody on one and they're on another one and I start seeing their face over and over and I'm like, oh hey, and then everybody knows everybody so that's another thing a little inside scoop that, you know, coordinators check up on people. You know, they're all, coordinators are always talking. I know um I'm always calling uh, stunt coordinators and say, "Hey, I got this resume, uh and this person worked for you. How how was he or how was she?" And they'd be like, "Oh, that was great," or "This person sucked," and you know, or whatever, you know. And you're like, "Okay, that maybe that's perfect for this job. Maybe we we'll use it for the next job," or 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 what, vice versa, you know? So, so they're always calling and they're always checking and 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 just get on those answering services, get on those uh, websites, um, just to just to, just to be seen, you know. It's like out of sight, out of mind, you know. Yeah. And then the um, and when you do, when you when you do get wind of a show. You know, I, like I said, I don't even know now. I don't even know now what to do just because during COVID time, you can't get on a set. There's no way you can get on a set and, and do a good old-fashioned hustle, even on location. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a, I have no idea. So it, it's really tough for a new stunt person, you know. Um, but one thing you can do is, like, start with just getting on those, those websites.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely I, – I knew about Stunts Unlimited, um mm-hmm. I'll have to check out i stunt and all the other ones.
1: So, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz I yeah. Did, there's another one?
1: There's another one um stunt stunt listing, stuntlisting.com. Is another one. Yeah, that's
0: one. that's the one I meant. Is I I think I'm actually already like on there. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, I'll definitely check out the rest of them for it and start adding myself. Um anything uh, thank you. This is this advice is super helpful. No um, problem. Before we finish up, any future projects that you're allowed and want to talk about? Uh just
1: like as a well, shout
0: out, anything for Yeah, yeah. Helpful? We just
1: um yeah, we just wrapped up um about a month ago we just wrapped up um Shazam two. So I was on Shazam two and they just dropped um a nice little teaser trailer for the DC fandom event this weekend. So if you want to take a look at that, that's really cool. That just came out. And then uh, we're doing right now, we're filming a, a a Netflix show called The Outlaws in in Atlanta. Oh, cool. About yeah, uh, with Pierce Brosnan. I don't want to give away anything yet. So, but but here until here until uh, December. So that one that one that one is exciting. It's gonna be fun, action, awesome. and uh, it's an action comedy. So that's that's. That's always fun, always cool and exciting.
0: Yeah, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, Thanks again for coming on. This has been awesome. No problem. Um, Thank you for inviting me.
1: Thanks for reaching out. uh,
0: Thanks again. And I mean, hopefully we'll run into each other in the future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, you have um, a great weekend. Enjoy. As well. All right. Bye. Yes,
1: thank you. Bye.
0: That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmocus20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mocus podcast. Have a great day, guys.